the Bo's Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Strong out of the gate. That's what they say. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, thanks for coming back to the gate. Uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. good to be here. All yeah. four of us are here today. I know, I know a couple of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You seem vaguely familiar <laughs> yeah. to me. Not that you'd know our names, but you, you remember us. No, that's, that's good. I'm face familiar. Yeah. <laughs> This is wow. hilarious. I'm sitting in a chair so much lower than everyone else. That's right. You're sitting in a cushy chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It rocks. Uh, this, is, this is what Bose Cafe is supposed to be like. Yeah. We've got you guys on the bar stools. Uh, like. What's these bar stools? Uh, uh, David, does this indicate you're not going to contribute today, or are you just kicking back? What, well, what are you doing? Uh, when John reads, I, there's not a whole lot of time after oh, that. So yeah. I just, I front end a little. Oh, yeah. I try and say something yeah, that's yeah, yeah, wildly yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, I intend to say something. But yeah, then, that's what that is. But that's when we're doubling yeah. up. And yeah. Then, yeah. Can you read faster? I'll yeah. try. <laughs> you know I will. You know I will. I'm not All commenting right. on anything. I'm just saying that's the reality lately. <laughs> October 72. October 72, another cheery little story. Oh. I wasn't alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, start over. We didn't need that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> One of the four of us was not alive. <laughs> and Bill had just retired. <laughs> For the first time. Yeah. We are out to dinner this evening, Arlene and I. Recently, things have not been going well with us, but nothing has prepared me for the words she says to me tonight. John, I think we should break up. Hmm. She has seen enough. She has known me for six years now, and we have been together almost every day. She loves me and deeply enjoys me, but I am too much work. I have not learned how to be secure dating this uncommonly beautiful girl. She's grown weary of defending herself. My insecurity and shame are now disrupting my world at its very core. How hard it must have been for her to prepare to say those words. How long did she know and not tell me, afraid of hurting me? In the moment, I'm not mature enough to tell her how brave she is. Everything happening next is a frantic blur. I pay the check before our meal arrives and I drive her home in the rain. Neither of us speaks a word. There is only the sound of windshield wipers mocking me. I drop her off and stare at her one more time before she walks out of my sight. I drive wildly back to the fraternity. My best friend is not in his room. I bang on his door like a deranged man, yelling at the top of my lungs. Then in my shiny white shoes and dress slacks, I run through the streets of Tempe, moaning out loud, This time it is really over. As long as she was in my world, I could make sense of life. She was not only a girlfriend. Her affirmation and smile were how I knew who I was. Now suddenly I am alone. Another thick layer of shame is being formed on that run. To have someone know me up close for a long, long time. For that person to know the deepest, most real truths about me. To know my dreams, my secrets, my weaknesses... And then to choose to no longer be with me? To not be enough for that person? Where do I go? What do I do with the rest of this life? Who is built to withstand such pain? I discover myself in a park miles away, panting and drenched. Awakening. Rejection can tempt me to spend the rest of my life proving I'm worth loving. 
but it will never convince me. The most darkness-defying risk a human can take is to believe, even in this moment, that this is true. In my freshly proven shame and sense of failure, I want to turn away from it. But to do so is to deny the reason Jesus went to the cross. On my worst day, I am adored, enjoyed, clean, righteous, absolutely forgiven, new, acceptable, complete, chosen, able, intimately loved, smiled upon, planned for, protected, continually thought about, enjoyed, cared for, comforted, understood, known completely, given all mercy, compassion, guarded, matured, bragged on, defended, valued, esteemed, held, hugged, and caressed, kissed, heard, honored, in unity with, favored, enough, on time, lacking nothing, directed, guided, continually, never failed, waited for, anticipated, part of, belonging, never alone, praised, secure, safe, believed, appreciated, given all grace, all patience, at peace with, pure, shining, cried over, grieved with, strengthened, emboldened, drawn kindly to repentance, relaxed with, never on trial, never frowned at, never hit with a two-by-four, at rest in, receiving complete access, given gifts, given dreams, given new dreams, continually healed, nurtured, carried, never mocked, never punished, most of my humor enjoyed, not behind, not outside, given endless affection. It does not always much feel like it in the moment, but this is the depth of his love. Whether you or I feel we deserve it or not, deserve has long ago left the building. Hmm. I have this question after you read that list. What percentage of Christians in the world today do you think live in the ethos of this list? Hmm. What do you think? Well, uh, I've had some exposure to the rest of the world this last season. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> and, and at least in the audience I'm working with, Bruce, very few. No. Very few. The majority... The majority of Christians are still trying to process their rejection as the solution to feeling better. Wow. That, that, what a great statement that is. What a horrible statement that is. They're still, trying to process their rejection as a solution to feeling better. Exactly. If I can just get past that without realizing that just keeps you in it. Yeah, like the awakening says, that you can spend the rest of your life doing that. Yeah, trying to trying prove. to prove that you're worth loving, but it will never convince never you. Never convinced, and that's why they don't get to live in the in the beauty of all these adjectives. Yeah. yeah, adjectives that describe um, who I am when I trust Jesus. I I just think it's a it, it would be a huge thing if. Um, the majority of Christians even believe mm. this. Mm. It would be huge. Mm. Um, well, it, it would create 
endless hope. Yes. For a whole bunch of people who are either believers or not even believers yet. Because because when we as Christians are still trapped in our regrets, we off we can't you can't offer hope. Yeah. I mean that night when you're running down the street in Tempe, you're, you're not kind yeah. of the image of hope. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> I mean your picture or of yourself. All those years, even as a Christian, yeah. still still feeling like because of those events uh, that that shame was my identity, even as a Christian. Yes, that's right. So, uh, it's back to the you know that basic principle of living out of who God says we are is our only hope of becoming like Jesus, of enjoying Jesus in us. And I I really don't know um, how many uh, in our in our podcast audience would feel uh, this kind of mm. of truth uh, each day. Mm. And we all wrestle with it, but because we're in faith communities sometimes that, that do nurture these things, um, we're reminded on a daily basis. Most people are not reminded mm. on a daily basis. Mm. And what would you say? Um, if, if I'm out there, I'm isolated, I, uh, like I just got a note from... Our sweet friend in Georgia, mm. and she's saying, mm. "I haven't given up, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard out here." Yeah. Um, yeah. One one of the people in my cohort in our class, uh, when we asked the question about, "Do you believe that you are righteous?" his his answer was very interesting. He said, "It sounds arrogant for me to believe that that could be true about me." Who am I? Because of our bad teaching, for someone to assume that they're really arrogant makes the rest of us, excuse me, righteous, makes the rest of the people feel like, oh, you're just trying to one-up us, rather than living in the reality of it. So, so, So that answer to me, Bruce, is all that, all those adjectives need to be believed and they're true about us, and it's not arrogant to say so. It's hope. Yes, it's well, it, it hope would be arrogant if it was a self-righteousness. Exactly. But it's, but it's exactly the opposite. It's exactly a righteousness. The Paul says that I did not earn. Amen. That, that that is given to me in Philippians. Amen. Yeah. But you know, it's it that list looks utopian, doesn't it? Yep. It, it it looks it yeah. looks like the, that can't be. Just like Ephesians 1 and 2. Exactly. It looks, if you read Ephesians 1 and 2, you go, that can't be true about me. Except by God's grace and my believing it, John. That's right. We, we, we see it as a theory of theology, not a reality of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, com- it comes back to leaning into it. It comes back to trusting. It's never going to get any com- more complicated. It comes back to trusting. It's trusting something that you, that you truly, in some ways, don't want to believe. You can say, oh, I want to believe this. But what you want to believe is your own perception of the yeah. world. Yes. And so when you say trust, you literally have to set aside what you actually see, feel, right. touch, taste, and say, God, I'm choosing your way because you say so. And I don't even think maybe it's true. Yeah. But I'm going to trust it today. And that's like... You, you almost have to trust into it because you have no experience of it yet. 
but you have some experience with not feeling cried over and not feeling accepted right. and not feeling not behind right. and all that. So it's, right. it's, it's not a, an even exchange. It's really like, God, I'm, okay, this trust thing is, I got no experience with this. Yes, uh, yes. Just, just like uh, one of the, the people in my cohort in this uh, certification class with the Trust One Center, he, he says last night, after he's processed this very truth with his staff, and they have pushed back on him, said this can't possibly be true. And he's so surprised. He said, my first observation is, to your point, David, we do not personalize this text very often at all. We keep these statements at distance and treat them like they're common definitions of justification or something that doesn't really apply to us. Amen. Uh, Great answer, Bruce. Great answer. Great answer, but <laughs> and we're making life very hard for him at the moment. Yeah, yes. good job, yeah. Reginald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And and at times it is difficult to process this with a group of people who are going to push back and say, "No, this can't possibly be true." Well, and if it were true, we're going to get away with everything. What a misunderstanding That's of the true. most uh, treasured piece of the gospel of Jesus. Amen. See you next week. Thanks, you guys.